Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Texas football mothership. It's Texas football today. A show on the internet. My name is Greg Tucker. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to the podcast, you know it's good. The podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there is the tallest female employee at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. It's a Dutch to the door. <laughs> it's Ashley Pickle. <laughs> it's true, place. though. It is very true. I don't have much competition, though. Like, yeah. I can't feel like this Poor is, like, Chandra a crowning achievement, like, because they're, like, Kendall and Chandra, are, they're, they're little. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, first four. Go for it. <laughs> Off uh, to a rousing start. Allison Brown, Rob Hadaway, Daniel Agnew, and Tony, which – by the way, tweeted us earlier that he received his Texas Football Today sticker Yay! in the mail today. So, congrats, uh, Tony. yeah, we're 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 thinking about putting some of those in the store. Yeah, I'm seeing if you guys want them, we'll see what we can do. Would you buy stickers? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Powers is here. What's up, Greg Powers, the next little athlete? Um, how are you, bud? Good. Things, great. Things good. Awesome. Things okay. Things are great. Yeah. Baseball season's coming. Reds had four free agent acquisitions. One of them they beat out the Rangers for this year. That I see that you're wearing that shirt. Who's that? The Casta, uh, Castellanos. Nick Castellanos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Rangers yeah. are the Rangers are a bad. I don't know how serious right the now. Rangers were for that, but that's like the team that I think. I, the I'll Reds look at this, flexed on that they beat at this point signing. for the Rangers. It's crazy to think this considering the the, the, the history of the franchise. Um, the Rangers are like a bat and a half short right now. They need they need one more impact bat. And it's like, they got Todd Frazier. I know a, fav- a favorite of yours. Yeah, he's yeah. a great pl- you, uh, Rangers fans will love yeah. Todd Frazier. And I, actually, I'll spend some time going to watch him. He's a, he's a fun player to watch. Yeah. It's weird, though, that they're rolling into the new stadium and thinking that they're short of anything. That seems like the year that you would yeah. like Yeah, I think, well, there were, there were rumors that they're going to make a trade for a third baseman. And like maybe, uh, what's his name, Colorado? Um, yeah. Uh, Story? No, the other uh, third baseman. Matthew McSpadden said you need some Astros gear. Really don't. Um, maybe a trash can. Nolan Arenado. Gotcha. Um, yeah, maybe like an Astros trash can. That'd be, that'd be vintage. Today is Wednesday, February 12th, 2020. 288 days until Thanksgiving. 
Episode 902. 902, the number of plate appearances for Ken Hamlin in his illustrious Washington Senators career. On today's show, guys, Powers here. We're going to do this week in recruiting. In the back half of the show, we caught up with the new head coach of the Dayton Broncos, uh, Coach Blake Ware. We caught up with him at the Lone Star Clinic in College Station. He, of course, was the New Caney offensive coordinator, oversaw one of the most explosive offenses in the state, now going to get uh, a chance to be the head man there at Dayton. Uh, had a great conversation with him. We'll hear from him coming up here at the back half of the program. <clears throat> All right. Sorry, I'm going to stretch it I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. And this is This Week in Cruden. It's Greg Powers, Next Level Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. Are you like, you're like, for you, the fundamentally, the book is closed on 2020? To a certain extent, D2s, D3s still mm-hmm. are looking for some guys. We have a lot of unsigned guys in our database right now to market to those schools. Uh, but now it's like hitting the reset button, trying to find players and yeah you know so it is it's it's different yeah it's it's, it's act like this is like today i felt relaxed for the first time and i don't know how long for whatever reason that well is. good let's stress you out now with some content yeah. okay uh let's I'm start to do it. let's start with our prospect on the rise prospect on the rise going down to houston to humble most notably to summer creek uh where 2021 wide receiver elijah bean uh is blown up uh just in the last couple of days he's picked up uh a Baylor offer and two Big Ten offers in Indiana and Northwestern. That is to go along with, and those were his first Power Five offers. Uh, I'm sorry, he had an offer from Iowa State and Pitt, uh, but he also has offers in state from Houston and UTSA. Six um, five one eighty five. As they say, you can't teach that. You, you can't, and he m- moves uh, much quicker. Mm-hmm. than what you would expect expect a 6'5 guy to move. When you saw him on that very first highlight clip that rolled here, it looked like, wow, like he doesn't even give the appearance that he's 6'5. And I think that's kind of why you see the blow-up starting to happen. He's 11.05, 100-meter dash guy. He earned all combine honors at the All-American Combine earlier in January uh, in San Antonio, Texas. A lot of good talents are out at that. Um, just one of those mismatch problems. So yeah. I think you'll continue to see offers – uh, steadily rolling for him and Baylor is kind of like that marquee offer right now on his list you mentioned Iowa State and Pitt and Indiana, Indiana and Northwestern they're good offers but Baylor is that one where other schools are going to look at that and say well now that Baylor's offered yeah uh, in state we've got to accelerate our recruitment of Elijah Bean got, so I think you'll see more come in very long yeah. like he is I can see this guy testing well you know what I mean in that he's just got all like he you know he is all arms and legs Right. Uh, but there are some guys who are all arms and legs and, ca- and are coordinated, but this is a guy who's certainly got a little bit of everything. And, and yeah, that's the first thing that I noticed is like they kind of, there's a highlight we had. He just kind of ran him on a wheel route and he is just like long strides, like a gazelle out there. Right. And just a, a lot of fun to watch. We could actually probably call this recruiting notebook, the twin towers edition, because the next guy that committed the week we're going to roll into here is also has a lot of the same. Attributes. Well, why don't we use that as a Let's segue to our commit of the week? Very the commit nice. of the week is well in done, our private transition school, in the private school <laughs> ranks. Plano John Paul, the second wide receiver, Gerard Bradley, uh, also six, five, 190, basically the same kind of frame. He is committed to Texas tech. The Red Raiders are getting him after he chose them over places like Arizona, Arizona State, Arkansas, Utah, things like that. Overall, another guy that is a true one receiver out there. Uh, really impressive. Uh, 
more of a vertical threat. What I really like about Bradley is um, his ability to high point the football. He has a huge catch radius. The differences between what I think you, that we just watched a, a video of Elijah Bean in, they have a very similar um, height and mm-hmm. frame, but very different players. Uh, Bradley's more smooth, has got those long arms to pluck the ball out of the air. Not saying that Elijah Bean doesn't have that, but they're just cut from a, a different cloth, so to speak. Sure. You know, and you can easily tell that when you watch these guys play back-to-back. And what I really love about Bradley, who plays on the private school level, is he dominates. It's not yeah. like uh, one of these guys out who goes out there and puts ho-hum statistics on the board. He had almost 100 receptions, 1600 yard, around 1,600 yards, 20, over 20 touchdowns, and helped lead his team, which really kind of John mm-hmm. Paul II isn't a team that was right. a private school power, led them to the state championship game last year. So you're talking about a game-changing type of kid. Well, and I'm glad you brought that up because that's one thing I, I think we get a lot of questions about is, is guys who play the private school level. It's hard to gauge – in the state of Texas. Can be. Yeah, it can be hard to gauge. But here's a guy that if you took a look at the guys that they played, they played Dallas Christian. Uh, they played Bullard Brookhill. who's was a really solid private school squad. Uh, they played Plano Prestonwood. Uh, they played uh, Dallas Bishop Dunn. Uh, they played, uh, you know, Parish Episcopal. And in the playoffs, they played Nolan Catholic, San Antonio Antonio Prep, and then Parish Episcopal again. Like they, right. it, from a private school perspective, you can't say they played a weak schedule. They played some really uh, outstanding squads, and he dominated out there during it. He and literally looks like a college player playing against yeah. a junior high team. And that's, to me, and this is this is my untrained eye, unlike yours, my untrained eye is like from a private school perspective and and then uh, I would say on some small school perspectives when you're talking about right. 2A, 3A, even the six-man ranks, for a guy to jump off the page at me like – as a prospect, he's he's got to go out there, and I got to be like, oh no, he's the guy I can tell. Well, and what's even more impressive about his numbers is that he was on the same team as DJ Johnson, who was a pretty high profile twenty twenty tight end slash wide receiver recruit, mm-hmm. picked up some nice offers. Is also hasn't signed, I don't think, but is because he's a big time basketball guy mm-hmm. as well. So he has some basketball options, but uh, that offense has uh, good players on it. But Bradley is the guy you yeah. know so that's impressive tech good good early pickup for texas tech they're no strangers to getting good wide receiver talent as a matter of fact i'd say that's the position they recruit by the, the way best. that by the way that bishop dunn game i have to bring this up every time we bring up that game that john paul bishop dunn game that was the game that went 11 overtimes so there's there that you go. uh all right uh next up in our, our this week in recruiting great powers next little athlete is uh underclassman of the week and we're going back down to the houston area uh kansas has offered Linebacker Martrell Harris from the Woodlands, a 2022 kid, so he'll play his junior season in this upcoming year. Uh, he wasn't able to suit up in 2019. Transfer rules. Uh, because of transfer rules. But uh, you got to see him at the Next Level Athlete uh, you know, Top 100 Showcase, and I know you came away pretty impressed. Well, and that's kind of why I want to shine the spotlight on him, too, is you know this is a video that you're getting to see here that not a lot of people have seen Martrell Harris do football stuff. You know, um, so getting to see what he looks like in person, verify his skill in person, has played a role, I think, in and c- will continue to play a role until coaches get a chance to see him in the spring evaluation period uh, in his rise. Mm-hmm. Texas recently offered as well, so that was one. It didn't happen within the last week time frame, but it happened 
you know, I think almost two weeks ago. So that was a big offer for Martrell Harris. So the Longhorns and the Kansas Jayhawks joined schools like uh, Mississippi State and Baylor on his early offer list. And I think he's one of these guys that when you see his tape next year, because he didn't play his sophomore year, you're like, who the heck is this Woodlands right. linebacker? It's Martra Harris, folks. He's pretty daggum good. Yeah, yeah he you're going to know his name whenever you uh, get to watch him next year. He stood out at that camp. It was it was clear to see that. And but he's also a guy who's already got offers from Texas, Baylor, Mississippi State. I mean, he's not a secret on the recruiting trail, but I think you're right. Whenever you're unable to go out there on the field, I think that that's how a lot of people consume their football. You know, their 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 well, football content, and justifiably so. But it's good to have a tool like this to be able to use if you're Martrell Harris to help spur your recruitment along. Say, well, you haven't really got a chance to see me in the pads. Here I am against you know uh, Reuben Owens and. Alton McCaskill and all these other top running backs who you have offered. Yeah. Here I am doing my thing against these guys. Absolutely. Uh, finally, let's get to our recruit of the week. Our recruit of the week is uh, Mansfield Legacy 2021 defensive end David Abiara. Uh, 6'4", 230 kid. Uh, he's named his top seven. His top seven are Alabama, LSU, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and a pair of in-state schools in Baylor and Texas A&M. Uh, this is a guy that is uh, he he debuted on our 2020 class 2020 rankings at texasfootball.com slash recruiting in the Super 16 at number 16 number three defensive end uh, in the state and uh, another physical specimen that uh, you you see really blow up a game plan here uh, when you watch his highlights long arms um, easy to see why all these top schools are really after him he is that defensive end who really puts together the total package could play in a any scheme out there because of his height, size, length, and get off. You know, he's a guy who could be a strong side against the run defensive end, but he really gets a lot of pressure in the backfield and uh, racks up sacks. You saw him chasing down Highland Park quarterback um, Chandler Morris there in one of the – well, here here you go. Here, here he, he is chasing, Here he is chasing down Chandler Morris, getting <laughs> pressure on Chandler Morris again. So uh, one of those guys who all the top programs are after, and he's taken recent unofficial visits to schools like Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. Uh, but I'd keep a, I'm keeping a close eye on Texas A&M. I mean, they do a pretty good job of recruiting guys like this in the state of Texas. Yeah, defense events and, and, and real, real kind of beefy defense events uh, at that. Uh, do we have anybody in the comments, Ashley? Uh, no questions. W well, yeah, never mind. Instead of a question, I would like to say one that slid in last night is um, Texas lost a commitment from yeah. uh, 2021 Lake Travis tight end Lake McCree last night. Didn't make it into the recruiting notebook. It was already written. Um, but that was big news for this week. I think that Lake McCree is a guy that a lot of other colleges who are looking for a tight end who can flex out wide, be a mismatch issue, uh, those schools should really be looking and, and recruiting him because he is a really good player. Yes, that, that's uh, you're, you're right. That did come down across my Twitter feed last night as well. Uh, he is Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. Powers, appreciate it. And see his final work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And do it. And we'll do it again and next we'll, week. Uh, okay, 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 we'll do it. Okay, we'll do it. I can, if you want. I was going to cancel this segment, but that's fine. Okay. We'll do no. one more week. We'll do one more week. One more. It's fine. Thanks, Powers. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Gambles. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Gambles. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. There's Powers' hand getting into the shot. Cool. 
Uh, become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, texasfootball.com. Slash insider for all sorts of good stuff, most notably uh, the 2020. Don't you dare. Do it. Yes. you love to see it. A solid powers troll. One of my all-time favorite. Become games. a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. If you become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, maybe we'll have enough money to fire Greg Powers. So, there's that. He just is <laughs> laughing as he's walking out the butthead. door. <laughs> what a butthead. Textfootball.com slash insider to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Last weekend, we were down in College Station, CSAT, BCS, uh, to talk with a number of coaches down there at the Lone Star Clinic. One of them, the new head coach of the Dayton Broncos, Coach Blake Ware, uh, stopped by. Had a great conversation with him about moving from New Caney as the office coordinator over to the big chair in Dayton. Here's our conversation with new Dayton coach Blake Ware here on Texas Football Today. Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com here at the Lone Star Clinic in College Station here with the new head coach of the Dayton Broncos, Coach Blake Ware. How's that sound, Coach? Have you gotten used to that? Sounds great. I'm loving it. Uh, Dayton, Texas is a special place, and uh, they love their Broncos, so I'm pretty excited. Well, congratulations on the gig. Um, I, I'm, I'm interested in whenever somebody gets a, a job like this, whenever you spoke to your team for the first time, what was, what was the message you wanted to tell them? Uh, the first thing I talked to them about is just trust me. Just trust. Um, you know, it's a situation where, uh, you know, they don't know me. And, um, you know, I just ask for their trust and that, I, you know, every day I go up there, I'm going to earn it. And uh, the only way that we're going to have an opportunity uh, to get them in a situation to be successful is by them trusting me. And uh, I'm going to love them. I'm going to encourage them. Uh, you know, I'm going to give them, you know, everything I got. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the opportunity I have to align a staff around me to wrap around them kids and love them kids and uh, inspire them to always want to improve and uh, just kind of shift the culture. You know, I know a lot of people use that, 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 that catch word, you know, culture, but it's, it's real. And, uh, you know, if we can get those kids uh, to have hope, hope is a powerful thing. And um, if we get to that point, then we start moving towards expectation. And, uh, but it's all going to start with them trusting me. Well, and the good thing from, from my perspective, from the outside, it seems like you don't got to worry about being in a community that doesn't want to win. You know what I mean? You've got the community support. You've got the people there that are like, yeah, we want to go out there. We want to be competitive on Friday night. We want to go out there. It seems like the atmosphere and the culture around Dayton, Texas, is one that, that if you guys can just put a couple wins on the board, they're going to be right behind you. Yeah, and, and you know, we're really excited about that part of it. I, I've told some of the coaches that I've met with um, – you know, do you want to be somewhere where it matters or somewhere where it doesn't? And it matters in Dayton, Texas. And uh, like I said, they, they love the Broncos. And, uh, you know, the biggest thing that we're going to try to do coming out is, you know, it's not about trying to get wins or championships at first. It's just about doing things the right way. And, uh, you know, if we can get that going, then, then good things are going to happen for the Broncos. And that's, that's kind of the, the steps that we're going to take moving in that direction. So I, wa I want to ask you about – you know, if, if there's a, a Dayton Bronco fan who's watching this and they're wondering, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know what this team's going to look like in the fall. I don't know what the 2020 Broncos are going to look like. What, what, what can you say is going to be the identity of your team? What do you want your team to look like? Uh, maximum effort. Yeah. Uh, you know, I told those kids the first time I talked to them, you know, I want each one of them to be the most coachable kid in the program. I want each one of them to be completely exhausted from the effort they give no matter what we're doing. Weight room. Uh, summer strength and conditioning, uh, practice, ball games, 
just make that a habit of being completely mentally and physically exhausted because you do that, uh, you're only going to get better. And so to answer the question about what they can expect, they're gonna, they can expect to see a team that's going to give full effort and that are going to improve each week because they're going to be coachable. And, uh, and we're going to have fun. You know, we're, that's the big thing for me. We're going to have fun, and they're going to enjoy their coaches, uh, the kind of men that I, I want in front of them uh, are, are coaches that put kids first. To me, there's a lot of coaches out there that, that feel that kids are there for them, and that's not the case. The ki- we're there for those kids. And, uh, you know, that's the kind of guys I'm trying to line up on the staff that put kids first and want to do everything they can to get better at their craft for the kids. Now, of course, realignment is the talk of, of Texas high school football these days. Not a ton of changes from, from the Dayton perspective, but I'm interested kind of in, in, on your take on where, where the Broncos landed as far as realignment's concerned. Uh, I think it's a great district. You know, it's a district that's going to be highly competitive. Uh, there's going to be a lot of teams that it's going to be an honor to get on the field with them. You know, uh, Coach Faircloth in, in Port Nature Groves, that's, wow, what an opportunity to, to be able to walk on that, that historic field and, and look across there and, and see that squad. And, uh, you know, Nederland's going to be tough. You know, Coach Westerberg at Barbers Hill, they do a great job. Uh, Coach P and, the, and his guys at Crosby, what a great turnaround they had towards the end of the season. I mean, it's a highly, highly competitive district. And, you know, week in and week out, uh, it's going to be an opportunity for us to get better. And we're looking forward to that. There he is, Blake Ware, the new head coach of the Dayton Broncos, stopping by our little setup there at the Lone Star Clinic in College Station. Good to catch up with him. Of course, he was the architect behind one of the most explosive offenses in the state last year in New Caney. Uh, excited to see what he's able to do in 2020 as the head coach of the Dayton Broncos into a very tough district with PNG, Nederland, Crosby, etc. Uh, interested to see what he's able to build there uh, with the Purple Broncos. So excited to see uh, what he does there. Appreciate Coach Ware stopping by and chatting with us. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Um, so we got quite a bit of positive response on that we should sell the stickers. So, Good! Uh, but the the top comment about the stickers is a question. It's a little would-you-rather question for you um, from Meese. Would you rather have an Astros sticker or mm. a Baby Nut sticker on the back of your car? Uh, death. <laughs> I choose death. Mm-mm, not either. No, no, you have to choose one. Maybe the answer, yeah. I do. You're you, right, and I've chosen you, the exit. You, you have chosen the two exit. options. Nope, I've chosen... <laughs> I've chosen. We'll get. We'll I've get chosen you a, a, a plummet. A plummet off of a bridge. Hashtag baby. Uh, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we've got some ideas for some merch that we we might put up there, uh, including. Um, I've 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 had this idea kicking around. Oh god! Every single let's let's make this very clear. Every single day, Tepper walks up to my desk and he goes, "Hey, yeah, I got an idea," and I get a little scared every day when I hear that. I. I don't know. I think I think a Duchess of the Dorks T-shirt would be fun. Oh man! I think that would be fun. I think a Tepper hates my favorite team shirt would be fun. Yeah. I think we could do something. Like I want. That. I just want a shirt with Ish's face on it that says, "No." No. Because I feel like I I hear that from Ish yeah more than anything. Like Tepper will walk up and say something. No. No. Like dot dot dot. No. Yeah, I think that's that's good. Anyway, those are just ideas we're kicking around. But the stickers. You threw out what? What was the one you threw out? The the pickle is my home girl. Pickle is my home girl. <laughs> I could do a pickle is my home girl shirt. So that'd be fun. Anyway, 
That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbell's, And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks to Greg Powers, who's not sitting in that chair, but I'm pointing to it anyway. And thanks to Dayton coach Blake Ware for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please can get your player of the year trophy. We will see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.